Hi, I'm Jill. In this episode of The Vibe, we're going to listen to a discussion between Dr Anne French and Alison Innard talking about what it's like to study a sports science subject. I'm Dr Anne French. I'm the Associate Dean for Marketing Recruitment in the School of Health and Life Sciences at Teesside University. And I'm here today with Dr Alison Innard, who's a senior lecturer within the school who teaches on our sports and exercise and sports therapy courses. Hi, Alison. Um, so potentially students um, ask lots of questions at Open Day around our sports and exercise and sports therapy and rehabilitation. Uh, provision. So thank you for answering some questions uh, today about those uh, those courses. Um, first of all, um, one of the main questions that were asked um, at open days and on online chats is what the difference is between sports and exercise science and sports therapy and rehabilitation. And I just wondered whether you could highlight some of the key differences between the two courses. So I think it can be a bit confusing for potential applicants to know which one is more suitable for them? Yeah, we generally say to students, if you're interested in injury prevention, or you're interested in trying to improve the mechanics of an individual, so helping someone move better at a particular sport, helping them recover from injury, then sports therapy and rehab would be the better course to go to. If you're more interested in sport and exercise science, thinking about the wider disciplines of sport and exercise science, so sports psychology, health, physical activity, sports um, biomechanics and physiology, then you're probably better going for sport and exercise science course. Some students do ask us if I want to go into P teaching, which course should I do? My response is often it wouldn't massively matter, but a sport and exercise science degree would give you more experience working with different individuals, particularly children. Whereas sports therapy, you're working more with individuals, generally the adult population. Okay, that's really helpful. So, I mean, sports and exercise science, is there a lot of science in that course? Because I think that's one of the key questions that often potential applicants ask. Yes, there is. I mean, I suppose it's what, where do you, how do you term science? So we have, we have sports physiology, which I think is what a lot of students would think about in terms of the, the more science course. We have sports psychology, which is, is less of a scientific discipline in itself. Um, and then we have biomechanics, which is a bit more science. And if you're interested in, in physics, actually, biomechanics, a lot of our students like the biomechanics course. It's looking at how we move, it's looking at laws of motion, it's looking at force plates. So there is some science involved, but we also have more um, social science as well so we look at the sociology of sport we look at how can we use sport as a, a vehicle to improve the health of individuals okay and so some some similar elements that are in sports therapy and rehabilitation as well yeah so sports therapy and rehab students do sports physiology as well um, the students actually do the same module so it's quite nice so you get to speak to students on a sport and exercise science course and the sport and exercise science students get to speak to students in the sports therapy course. Whereas the sports therapy and rehab students, after, after they've done physiology together with our sport and exercise science students, they would go on and do massage, mobilisation, working in the clinic. Whereas our sport and exercise science students would go and look at more health, physical activity and sports 
physio um, sports psychology. Okay, thank you. Um, so as a sports therapy student, would if I was, was a, a sports therapy student, would I have the chance to practice my skills uh, on real uh, patients or um, any, any, is there any real experience in terms of developing those skills that I would be needed to gain that qualification? Yeah, there's lots of hands-on experience. So the sports therapy and rehab course is accredited by Basrat and as for that then the students have to obtain a certain number of clinical hours. So the students have to work with it, real individuals and the students gain that, this experience by working out on placement in the community, so working with people outside the university setting. But we also have the massage clinic here at university and the, in the injury prevention clinic as well, which is open to staff and students across the whole university to sign up. And it's really popular, particularly the sports massage. We have a lot of, lot of staff that come along with maybe back pain because they're sitting at a desk for a long time and they just want a nice relaxing massage. We have some students and staff who are quite active or sporty that come for recovery massages. Um, so yes, lots and lots of hands-on experience and that starts right in first year. So right from, right from second semester, you'd get a lot of hands-on experience. You mentioned um, placements outside of the organisation. Would I have a choice of where to go on placement? Could I choose my own or is that a placement area that's given to me? Yes, yeah, so we have a few options. So we do have quite a lot of placement providers already um, sort of approved providers that our students could go on placement with. And we have a placement coordinator who would manage that at the university. If you have your own placement that you'd like to go on, you could still do that. You would just need to have a conversation with our placement provider to make sure that it's approved. So we need to make sure that it's an approved placement because we need to know where the students are for health and safety and also to make sure that we can check in and monitor to make sure that things are going well. So you have that support while you're out on placement. So you're not just left alone when you go out on placement. So um, what type of facilities can I expect to use as a sports and exercise or sports therapy student? Yeah, there's a real range of ex um, facilities here. And one thing that I always tell students when they come on open day is have a look at the facilities and sort of what you see is what you get at Teesside University. So some facilities at some universities may not necessarily be available for all students. Actually, the facilities here the priority goes to the students. So the facilities that I would use as a member of staff, the sports students can use as well, and they get the priority to book that facilities. We have the environmental chamber, um, which we can work with athletes, exercise at different temperatures. We have the hydrotherapy pool, and we're one of the few universities that has a hydrotherapy pool. And that's actually used by external clients as well. So our students can get some experience of working with external people that come in to use our facilities, which is really good. We have our strength and conditioning labs as well, um, where we could do a lot of work around rehab, but also working with our elite performers and looking at how can we improve their strength and conditioning. We have the biomechanics lab. So again, looking at different force plates, looking at different movement patterns. Um, and we have our outside um, pitch as well which is used by our students but also used by local clubs as well that come in and use our facilities. Okay it sounds like you would have access to a lot of facilities then. Yeah. Okay um, if I was an elite athlete and wanted to study sport how does Teesside Sport benefit me? 
Yeah, so we have the elite athlete scheme that students can apply for and you can be any student at Teesside, you don't need to be a sport exercise science student. If you're a student on the elite athlete scheme, you get hands-on experience with our sport and exercise members of staff, but also our students as well. So you get really good support for strength and conditioning. We can do some physiology testing, so we can do some VO2 max testing. We can look at reaction time. We can look at sport psychology support. And this will vary depending on the sport that the mm. students involved with. So we, we have students from judo, badminton, gymnastics, a whole range of sports at national or international level. They can, they can apply and they can get weekly additional training to what they would get with their coach for their chosen sport as well. Okay. Um, and what type of career could I, um, could, I, could I be involved in if I studied either sports and exercise science or sports therapy and rehabilitation? What sort of jobs would I be able to apply for? There's a range of jobs. Um, most of our students come to university thinking they want to be a PE teacher at primary or secondary. And some of them do go on to do that. But some students actually, once they're here and they go out on placement and they start to get a better insight into what sport and exercise science is or sports therapy is, they start to realise that there's other jobs. So they might go work at clubs, working as a strength and conditioning coach. They might work with national governing bodies for their chosen sport. A lot of our students consider the more health aspect of sport and exercise science. They'd go work for public health or work for the council um, or work for charity organisations that focus on using physical activity in sport to improve the health of the individual, whether that's mental health, physical health. Um, obviously, the obesity epidemic now is, is a big issue and there's a big focus on trying to use sport and exercise science students' skills and knowledge to impact and influence community groups to try and encourage them to be more active and hopefully that would have a knock-on effect on reducing some of those um, obesity issues that we're having or chronic diseases that individuals might have. Um, so Alison, how do we know that the sports courses that we offer um, uh, actually prepare our students for future employability. So how do we know that when they finish and complete the courses that they've got the skills ready to work in the workplace? Yeah, so when we design the courses, um, staff here obviously have a lot of experience, a lot of research experience, but we also work closely with other partners and potential employers and we do a lot of consultation with them trying to find out what is it that our, our graduate needs to be, what, what skills and qualities do they need. And a lot of the feedback that we got back was we needed students to be more confident in their ability. They said that they had a lot of theoretical knowledge, but it needed to be seen more in an applied setting. So that's why a lot of other courses now, both courses now, sorry, have placement really embedded in the course. So the students actually go out and see real people and work, you know, really develop their own, their own way of working with different people, which is a really important skill. So yes, we have the academic knowledge, but how does that work when you're actually speaking to a real person? And that was the feedback that we got from the, um, the providers that we, the organisation, sorry, that we worked with to develop the course. So we, we tied that into the assessment. So we, we took out any exam because we found out from the organisation organisations that they didn't do exams so if you're a graduate and you work for them they wouldn't ask you to sit and write an exam 
but they'd ask you to go and do a presentation, they'd ask you to produce a report for a patient or a consultant or a teacher, um, or they might look at how can you apply for different pots of funding. So the assessments in the courses in the courses now are very much focused around those much more applied skills. So the students can go out when they're looking for jobs and say, yes, I have I have presented to different types of people. I have been able to produce um, written work for different audiences. So it really gives them those practical skills, but also the confidence that they can actually do these do these jobs. OK, thanks, Alison. Thanks for joining me today. And thanks for answering those questions. Mm -hmm.